Do you have a child with a disability who seems to always run out of time and not have the work done by the due date scheduled? This typically can be a big problem for kids in the K-12 system who turn in late assignments, ask for extra credit work, things like that, to help make up the deficiencies in their work. And sometimes when they get to college, the kids have the same issues showing up at college. And at college, it can present a bigger problem for the child. So today I want to talk about extended time for assignments, explain what that means, and why sometimes it's a good idea and sometimes it's a dangerous idea. So welcome to College Disabilities and Success, Episode 96, Flexible Deadlines for Assignments, Good or Bad, with Mickey Hayes. The opinions in this podcast are my own, but please reach out to your college, physician, or legal services for additional information. have often had students come to my office and when we talk, one of the accommodations that they tend to ask for would be extended time for assignments or flexible deadlines for assignments. And that can often present a problem depending on the situation. It can be a dyslexia or a disability in reading. It can be a physical illness. So let's talk about the different situations where that might apply. Let's start with physical illness. If your child suffers from a physical illness, let's say Crohn's disease or sickle cell anemia, something that has flare-ups that impact the student's ability to get to school and to possibly get the work done on time, that is an understandable situation and completely out of control of the individual that has the disability. So basically, when this situation arises, what the student is asking for is some sort of a short-term extension to get the work done because they had a flare-up in their illness and they were unable to physically do the work. And that's understandable, and that's an appropriate accommodation in my mind. Now, one of the things that you have to realize is when Disability Services gives an accommodation like extended time for assignments... The Disability Services Office will not usually, that I'm aware of anyway, identify a certain amount of time to make this happen. In other words, they're not likely going to identify a period of time. They're not going to say extended time for one week to get the assignment turned in. That's likely not going to be an accommodation that specific. So when you're asking for extended time for an assignment, essentially what you're saying to the instructor is that because of the disability... Please allow this student some extra time to complete the materials and the assignments that are due. And then the faculty member and the student have a conversation about that. If the student only thinks they're going to need a couple of days extra, then that's the kind of conversation the faculty member would have with the student. If the student thinks it might be a week, then that would be another conversation. And it may depend on the particular illness and the circumstances of the flare-up and how impactful the flare-up is. In some cases, the flare-ups might lead to hospitalization, in which case at that point, it becomes a much bigger issue in terms of getting the amount of work completed before the semester is over. So all of these kinds of situations, you have to look at 
on an individual case-by-case determination. And so disability services is not likely going to make a blanket statement of a time frame, just flexible deadlines or extended time. And the student and the faculty member work out the details. Now, the other issue in this situation that you need to understand is that a student with a disability is not required to reveal what that disability is. Some students choose to reveal the disability and they have no issues with that. Other students want the disability to remain completely private, and that's okay too. The student is not under any obligation to reveal details about the illness, just about the impact of the illness on their schedule. Now, if the impact of the disability becomes such that the individual is going to need a longer period of time and they're going to miss a lot of schooling because of it, possible hospitalization because of it, the student or the student advocate should reach out to disability services and talk about the extended illness because then it becomes a bigger problem because of financial aid. And if you miss financial aid deadlines and you drop out of a class at the wrong time, you could end up having to pay back the class tuition. So you have to do that carefully. And that is a conversation you want to have with Disability Services and the Financial Aid Office to find out what your parameters are in your situation. But if it's just a simple situation where the illness has had a flare-up, but you'll be back in a week, no harm, no foul, then those kinds of accommodations should be handled very simply and very smoothly as long as the student and the faculty member talk to each other. Now, the other thing that you should know about this situation is that if for some reason the student doesn't meet the deadline and has to take an incomplete in the class, every college has their own parameters set up for students to get an incomplete. You have to have a certain percentage of the work already finished. You only get a certain amount of time to get that grade changed and a certain amount of time to get the work in that is due before that grade will turn to an F. So you need to talk to disability services again if it looks like it's going to go into an incomplete. And you need to talk to the instructor definitely if it's going into an incomplete so that the instructor can advise you as to how best to make that happen. You'll notice here in this situation, it's always ideal for the student and the faculty member to have those conversations when they need to have them. And if there are any snags or any problems or any issues and a faculty member is objecting to what the student is asking for or needs, then that student with a disability should take that communication information to disability services. If a student at college does not go to disability services and bring it to their attention that there's an issue, if at the end of the semester they fail the class and they can't move on and have to repeat the class, they're not going to get any satisfaction from disability services. Because if you wait to the end of the semester and try to solve the problem at that point, it's going to be too late. And I've had many students who showed up at the end of the semester stating that they didn't get XYZ accommodation, and so they shouldn't have failed the class, and the teacher did this or teacher did that. Honestly, at the end of the semester, there's not much you can do about it. So be aware of that. So when you start dealing with extended times and extended deadlines, things can get 
complicated if the student doesn't stay on top of the situation and talk to the people that need to hear the details and the information. Now, there's a second situation where students often don't get their work finished, and that's because of a dyslexia or a disability in reading or a dyscalculia, disability in math, or dysgraphia, disability with writing. There's something happening in those communications in the academics, and so it takes longer to complete them, and that's natural, and I understand that. But the issue here with a student who who has dyslexia and can't get those kinds of things done in a timely manner, today with all the technology that's out there, the screen readers and the dictation technology that's available, the different apps that are out there that do amazing work that you can dictate to, you can edit with, there's all kinds of resources that can be available for students with dyslexia. Screen readers, you can order electronic textbooks so that you have your text read to you so it doesn't interfere with your reading. There's all kinds of materials out there. So if you need to arrange those accommodations with disability services, have a conversation with them. They should have materials that they could possibly loan you. If you get a chance, listen to the episode I did with Dr. Richard Chapman, episode 26, Disabilities and Self-Determination. Dr. Chapman is a student that I had when I was working at the colleges, and he always used Dragon Naturally Speaking to do his papers and do his writing and his reading because he has cerebral palsy and it interferes with his ability to do those things. But extended time was never an issue to turn in the assignments because he used the technology to get the assignments done. So if you have a student with that kind of an issue, possibly cerebral palsy or some communication issue, autism, dyslexia, whatever it would happen to be, technology is your friend and technology will help that individual meet their deadlines and get their work done. So that's a case where flexible deadlines can become a problem and would probably be a bad thing because what will happen if you give flexible deadlines in those circumstances is that everything piles up at the end of the semester and now you're in a situation where you have to hope you can get an incomplete and you have to hope that you can get everything done before that incomplete runs out of time. So you're scrambling at the end when you could have been easing your way through it quite simply using technology during the course of the semester. So the bottom line in this podcast today is when you're dealing with extended time for assignments, flexible deadlines for assignments. When you're dealing with these kinds of accommodations, you need to figure out the long-term impact of what is going to happen. And if you are going to be able to handle the long-term impact, and if it's in your best interest to have those accommodations or not, so you have to think ahead a little bit when you're dealing with these kinds of accommodations. When you talk to disability services, Be really honest with them about their situation so they have a clear understanding of your needs and the best way to support you. But realize that these cases are all going to be individually determined. A case-by-case determination, there is no blanket protocol for everybody because they are all individual situations. But every college is going to do their thing. They're all going to establish their protocols and procedures individually for that college. So one college may handle it one way, and another college could handle it a different way. Now, one last thing I'd like to mention, if you are dealing with 
illnesses that you know are going to impact your attendance through doctor's appointments or through continuous flare-ups or through the time of day that you have to take the class. One of the accommodations you might want to talk to disability services about is a priority registration accommodation. Some colleges just open up the registration to everybody at the same time, then it's no big deal, first come, first serve. But if you are a freshman and registration for freshmen doesn't happen until after the seniors and the juniors and the sophomores have all had their shot at it first, then you may want to have priority registration as an accommodation. Then you would talk to Disability Services about that as well. I hope you found some value in today's podcast. Flexible deadlines are really a very important issue, and sometimes they make sense, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're in the best interest of the student, and sometimes they are not. And so there are conversations that need to be had with disability services and the student and the professors to make sure that everything gets worked out smoothly and easily. When you get a chance, check out my website, mickeyteaches.com, and look at some of the other articles and blog posts that I have on that website that you may find helpful. And if you have any questions, send me an email at mickeyteaches at gmail.com. That's M-I-C-K-I-E, teaches at gmail.com. I also have a free ebook that has over 30 questions that you can ask when you go to those meetings for the first time with disability services, just to make sure that you understand all the twists and turns that going from IDEA rules and laws to ADA rules and laws, the questions are there for you to ask so that you can get your college's answer to your particular accommodation needs. I hope you have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk again soon. Bye. Information contained throughout this podcast has been gleaned from my own personal experiences. But to ensure accuracy, please contact the Disability Services at the College of Your Choice to have first-hand information and the most up-to-date policies and procedures followed by your particular institution of higher education. The content in any of these podcasts is not intended as a substitute for information from legal, educational, or medical professionals. Always seek the advice of your attorney or qualified health care provider with any questions you may have with regards to legal, educational, or medical concerns.